You're listening to the Teach Better Talk podcast featuring expert educators eager to share progressive tactics to reach more students. Teach Better Talk is created by teachers and fueled by passion. Let's get started. episode 188 of Teach Better Talk. My name is Ray Hewart, and as always, I'm with my incredibly kind co-host, Mr. Jeffrey Gargas. Jeff, how are you? I'm great. Where did incredibly kind come from? I'm not like arguing it or upset about it. I'm happy with it. I'm just curious where it came from. Do you want to know the, the real answer or the fake answer? Let's hear the fake one first. The fake answer is, I just so appreciate all the hard work you do, and you're just so incredibly kind. And the real answer? The real answer is, we already recorded um, episode 189. I'm going to use a bad word for that, so I decided to use a good (laughs) word for this. (laughs) Fair enough. I like it. That works. Makes sense. Fits right in. Yep. Great stuff. Um, So before we jump into this episode, which was a great episode, by the way... um, can we talk this morning? So we're recording this on a, on the Monday that we made an announcement this morning that uh, just wasn't a fun announcement to make. Yeah, we did announce officially to our network that the Teach Better conference that was scheduled for October 2nd and 3rd, 2020 is officially canceled. Uh, yeah, and and while I still, I know, you know, I in all in every ounce of my body, I know my soul, like I know this was the right decision. There was there was no way for us to know for sure that we were going to be able to keep everyone safe, uh, and so it just it made it was the right decision. But man, it still kind of sucked, you know. Like, well, I <laughs> I just want to preface like to announce this cancellation, we did a lot of back end work to really make sure we could share our story with our network on why we did this. So we put out a blog post, we did a live video together, which I think people started watching the first few minutes of, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, Jeff Ray, who died?" Right? It was like. We were very, um, our energy was very low. We felt very guilty making this, you know, big announcement. Uh, And it really felt very permanent, right? Like this is a very big decision. Uh, But to be completely transparent, just so our listeners can kind of hear some inside scoop that we didn't share in our live video, we went through every possible situation to not cancel it first. Like we went to, could we go online and just do a virtual conference? We transitioned into if everyone wore masks, because we do like, could we create like teach better masks and could we create enough lines and, you know, create enough space? We, we really tried to, especially with the new venue we were going to be in for 2020, we really believed that we could make the event happen, but what we couldn't make happen was the feel um, that was so important that came out of 2019 and that's what inevitably led to the the decision. But um, it was really fun, to be honest, to collaborate with the team on it. Because for a while, it was just you, me, and Chad talking about what the Teach Better Conference 2020 would be. And when we mm-hmm. got our team involved to make the final decision as a family that we were going to move forward with canceling this event, it was amazing to see our incredible team. Like, their wheels were turning, Jeff. I know you weren't there. You were actually on vacation when we had this meeting. And gosh, like... The wheels were turning. We have such passionate educators on our team that it was out of, my, truly, I was shocked. They were all like, okay, Ray, we're deciding not to do the conference. And that's a hard pill to swallow. But why did we do the conference in the first place? And we had this really beautiful conversation around, we did it because we want people to feel 
like family. We want people to feel connected and also get value. So it kind of turned into like these two pillars of the conference. And then Hans Apple, I'll never forget it, was like, so how do we do that anyway, even without the conference? And that kind of alludes to some of the fun that we'll be announcing uh, on the July 14th event. Yeah, speaking of, uh, so, you know, the July 14th event was it was initially created as a a virtual kickoff to the conference. Yes, uh, it was. But we are, we're continuing forward with that because it's become so much more than that. It's more about the network and about coming together, about showing people that you can connect to new people, you can build new relationships, you can build strong relationships, even in a fully virtual world. And so, you know, the, the July the July 14th event changed from being a conference kickoff event to just being a networking event. So we're still going through that, that still have amazing sessions, amazing people there for you to connect with. We have hundreds of people signed up for it already. Hundreds. It is, it Jeff, I think going... we got a hundred people signed up today alone. <laughs> it got crazy. Yes. And so the, here's the catch. This episode, uh, this published on is on the ninth. So today is Thursday, the ninth that this was published. Now you may not, you may be listening to it too late, but Tomorrow, which is Friday, July 10th, is the last day to register for that free event, which will take place on Tuesday, July 14th. So if you go to teachbetter.com slash kickoff 2020, it's the last day to, to register for that. So make sure you do that right now. You can pause this podcast, go do it. Or the greatest thing about podcasts, you can keep listening and do it at the same time. So if you're listening to this before the 10th, get that done. Teachbetter.com slash kickoff 2020. Really hope that you'll you'll come join us there. Go ahead, Jeff. I was going to say, like, in, like, like you alluded to, like, we do have other things that we're going to be announcing on July 14th that are other opportunities for you to learn and grow, other opportunities for you to connect with people, uh, and other opportunities to for you to see some of the amazing people that maybe you were excited about coming to see at the conference as well. So, well, and that's kind of the perfect blend of this networking event. Like, if you're really excited for Teach Better 2020 with the amazing lineup of featured speakers that we had and the the amazing proposals of amazing speakers we were excited to eventually announce if the conference is moving forward, you actually can get a pretty good dose of that on July 14th because all of our featured speakers are joining us that would have been at the conference. And a lot of our speakers network, the Teach Better Speakers Network speakers are also going to be there. And while there's a lot of overlap, it kind of created this beautiful blend of facilitators that will be there on the 14th. The 14th is pretty simple. It's a virtual event. We want you to come in comfy clothes, Bring some snacks and maybe your favorite beverage for the evening. And from 7 o'clock Eastern to 9 o'clock Eastern, we're doing a two-hour event where amazing educators will just be facilitating conversations. Our hope is that you connect with hundreds of educators that you then build relationships with that can be a part of your family uh, moving forward into this challenging year that we might be entering into and then with the special announcements, I feel like that's like the icing on the cake. That's like the sprinkles to your vanilla ice cream, Jeff Fergus, right then. <laughs> I there. like it. Yes. I like it. But registration does close tomorrow. So you have to register. The hardest part is choosing your sessions. Good luck with that. I have no tips because it's a losing battle. There's so many good ones. Um, but you can do all that at teachbetter.com slash kickoff 2020. Love it. Awesome stuff. So, so a rough announcement, tough day, but... So many, so much awesome, so many awesome things going on that, you know, we, we 
we're optimistic. So like we get over it, you know, it, I think what's been really cool is today. And hopefully it continues a lot throughout the week. People are sharing out like their memories from to the 2019 conference. And that has been really, really cool. So I'm taking that pot piece of positivity with me uh, out of this, this situation. So, well, and those uh, posts were fantastic. I love seeing those. And I will just try and reassure our listeners Teach Better 19 was amazing, and we do want to duplicate that. If not in 2020, I guess it will have to be in 2021. But we really have put some serious time into trying to create some some options for you to still get the support that you need, still get the tactical you know elements you need that, to bring back to your classroom to be successful. So I am excited for those announcements because there are some big, big things coming. Uh, let's talk about this episode. Uh, Amber Harper is is an author. She's a soon to be author, an educator. Uh, she's a Google Google certified trainer, and she's a teacher burnout coach. Uh, and I love that she says her mission is to activate teacher self empowerment to beat burnout and live a happy, fulfilled life. Uh, so she's the founder of uh, BurnedInTeacher.com, and she's an author. Upcoming uh, book called Hacking Teacher Burnout coming soon. We talk about the book during this episode. We talk about the website. We talk about the things that she does. We talk about her her eight step process for helping teachers get through burnout. And I love that she says it's to get out of burnout and into burned in. And I just we're gonna let her explain exactly what that means and, and why she she went there and uh, her story to get there. But I really enjoyed this episode. She's a lot of fun. Ray, anything you want people to pay attention to specifically on this one? No, I'm just a huge fan. I hope that you take the time to really not only hear her, but truly listen. She shares some really great advice and some important resources that I hope all educators choose to connect with. And if you don't need it personally right now, share it with somebody who does. Love it. With that, let's get into episode 188 with Amber Harbor. Hey guys, real quick, I want to give a shout out to Jennifer Apple, who is publishing an amazing children's book with her dog, Maya, if you can believe it. Award-winning dog is coming out on July 9th, and we are so excited to celebrate with Jen and Maya as this children's book hits Amazon and gets in the hands of children around the country. Check out Award-Winning Dog on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. But if I were you, I would go over to awardwinningculture.com because I'm pretty sure there you can order the book and get some free stickers. So go over there, check that out. And a massive congratulations to Jen and Maya on this big accomplishment. Let's get back to the episode. All right, we are here and we are chatting with Amber Harper. And Amber, it's super exciting to have you on the uh, the show here. We found out you're kind of right in the middle of Ray and I because you're in Indiana. I'm in Ohio, Ray's in Illinois. So that's kind of, you know, we're just like taking over three states. I like it. Uh, excited to chat with you. Um, you got a lot of cool stuff going on, a new book on the way, a lot of stuff to chat about. Before we get too far into things, how are you feeling right now? You know what? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little hot. It was literally, I, I hate the use of the word, but like a hundred degrees today. So <laughs> yeah. So we went to the pool for a little bit. We've got a great community pool. And uh, so I'm, I'm feeling good. I feel like we finally hit summer. I mean, y'all are from the Midwest too. Yes. So you know that it came a little late this year. It yep. did. So yeah. So I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's so great to have you, Amber. And yes, I was also checking the weather today and it literally was 100 degrees. It was very, very, very hot. So I understand uh, the. I like the hot, but hate the humidity. It's been very humid here. So hopefully this continues 
you know, with beautiful weather, but I could totally do without the humidity. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. It's funny because I was born in Florida and I love visiting. Um, and it's funny how much Indiana is like Florida this time of year. Oh yeah. I totally believe it. Well, before we get too far into this, Amber, like Jeff said, I know we have a ton we want to touch on this episode, but before we get into any of that fun, would you mind kind of letting our listeners know like how you normally answer the question of what you do in education? Yeah, great. Thank you for asking. So I'm an educator who helps educators and I activate teacher self-empowerment um, and help teachers to live happier, more fulfilled lives by taking them from becoming or from burned out to becoming burned in. And we can go into more of that. Um, whenever you'd like, but um, I am a uh, teacher coach. I run a membership. I have a podcast and now a book. And um, it's all in an effort to empower teachers to become active participants in their life and take control of their burnout and look at it as an opportunity for growth and change. All right. So let's just get right into it then. Tell me about Burned In. So, um, so burned in, there's actually a lot, a, a long story behind burned in, but, um, to give you kind of the quick and dirty version, burned in teacher was born out of my burnout. Um, I taught for 12 years and through the entirety of my teaching career, I'm talking from the very first year, um, I rode a roller coaster of burnout and I was not satisfied with being told to practice self-care and to go for a run or eat more healthily or get more sleep or go out, go out with friends. I did all of those things and I was still um, up and down on this roller coaster. I just didn't, I didn't know how to actually solve the, the struggles that I was having. Um, and I wanted a process. And really, the process didn't come about in Burned In Teacher until I actually got inspired to start the start blogging about my burnout and opening the conver conversation. Um, and actually, um, I read Ditch That Textbook by Matt Miller, and I loved that Ditch was an acronym. And I was like, man, Burned In Teacher, Burned In could be, I even had the recording on my voice memos on my phone where I said, maybe Burned In could actually be like a process that I take teachers through. We're like, B is begin where you are and U is understand. So like, I'm talking through all of this. And um, so I started Burned In Teacher because I wanted, number one, I wanted to talk about my burnout and bring light to it and stop the shame. Because I think that's where it all came from is that I was so ashamed and embarrassed um, that I continued to struggle, even though I felt like I was really a great teacher. I had great friends. Um, I loved my content that I taught, um, especially in second and third grade. But I was still, I just felt like something was missing for me. And I didn't know what that was. Um, but then I went to a Google conference um, in Indiana and in Franklin and was totally inspired to become a Google certified educator. Um, I wanted that badge so badly. And that was another thing that I blogged about was my journey to get those badges. And then I just didn't stop. Once I got GCE level two, I went to trainer and then I became an innovator and Vernon teacher just blew up from there. Um, so it's actually an eight step process. So B stands for begin where you are. U is understand your teacher brand. R is reflect on your challenges. N is nurture your strengths and habits. E is extend your reach and possibilities. D is determine your long-term goals. I is initiate lasting change. And N is nurture your strengths. I'm sorry, N is the last N is never settle. 
So it's a whole process. And I do lay it out in the book, Hacking Teacher Burnout, that's going to be coming out very soon. I don't have an exact yet. Um, But it's, it really is just that process that I always felt like I needed when being told to go out and have a glass of wine was not good enough for me. Mm. I want to read this book so bad. (laughs) I just, I just imagining these, just the swarm of teachers of millions of teachers trying reading this, trying to get the playbook in this process. I love that it's an eight step process and and walks them through how to get, get back from the burnout. It's such an important topic. Uh, Can you kind of take us on the journey of, of the book? Like, how did that happen? How did you get connected to Times Ten and and uh, and, and the process of of idea of this book to now almost finished book? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for asking. So, um, so what Burnden was created for, or what it has become and evolved into, is the preparation for challenge and hardship. Uh, because we know it's going to come. We don't know in what capacity. We don't know if it's going to be personal or um, global, um, but we, we know that challenge is going to come and that's not doomsday. That's just saying life is hard. And now whenever I'm faced with a challenge, whether, like I said, it's, it's something small, like a new student two days after school starts and you feel like you've got all your processes explained to your students and now you got to do it all, all over again. Um, or you have a global pandemic that forces you to teach from home when you never have even used ed tech um, in the first place um, that you have this process to kind of go through. So um, I actually wrote um Hacking Teacher Burnout, not with that name, um, as an ebook a year ago. And I put it out there. Um, I, I put it out there to my audience and had several people read it. They loved it. Um, I actually have turned it into a, a course that's within, within my membership. And I called it the Burned Teacher Training ebook. I think that's a horrible name now that I look back at it because the last thing teachers want is more training, right? So, um, so anyway, back in, in January, I was like, man, I really want to help more teachers with this. You know, maybe I should, I, I really am not interested in self-publishing. It sounds like a lot of work. Um, so I, I reached out to, um, to a friend and I said, Hey, who do you think would be somebody that's, that would be want to want to pick up this book, you know? And he said, actually, you may want to uh, reach out to Mark Barnes at times 10 publishing. This sounds like a great hacking series book. He goes, I bet you could pitch it as hacking teacher burnout. And I was like, no way. So I emailed him, I emailed Mark Barnes and uh, got a reply in like two hours. And he was like, let's talk. So it was actually, um, it's been um, as difficult as it is to write a book, especially now I've written it because I re-edited it a few months after I put it out. And now I've rewritten it again to fit the hacking uh, learning series um, format. And um, as difficult as that is, it's been a really pleasant process. Um, And I cannot wait because hacking, um, I actually had a few of my members reach out to me and they said, you know, we're worried that, and they hadn't talked, but I just got two separate emails and they said, we're kind of worried that maybe, cause this process is so amazing and it's helped us and it's transformed our mindset and our daily attitude so much that maybe hacking like cheapens it a little bit. And I said, actually the hacking teaching or the hacking learning series is really meant to make things that seem really difficult or impossible to implement and makes them, it breaks them down into um, digestible chunks. Like, you know, you know, how do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time. Um, that's kind of what this book does. And it breaks 
this extremely challenging and um, all-consuming challenge of burnout into a process that makes it look manageable and even beatable. Sounds sounds phenomenal. Uh, it's and, and the goal the the target is what end of the summer is when we're looking right. That's what I'm hoping. Um, so yeah, so um, it, it's it's been. Um, let's see, we started this process back in January and it just kind of, we, we saw the need for teachers to get this book and this process in their hands as soon as possible. Once the COVID-19, you know, precautions started taking place and teachers started to teach from home and have all of these incredible challenges um, that we get this book into people's hands as soon as possible, because it really does simplify um, this process of empowering yourself um, with the beliefs and the mindset and the, the steps that you can take to beat it. I uh, love it. That's awesome. And uh, we'll you. make sure that as soon as it comes out, uh, that we get it linked up in the show notes as well. We'll update the show notes and make sure that's linked up there. We're super excited for that to come out. So let's um let's stick with the stories. Uh, you know, one thing we always talk about on this podcast is failure. I always say that I've been fortunate enough to fail a lot because I've learned from all of those failures and they've led me to where I'm at. Can So can you... Can you tell us about a time that you've had a failure, if you've had a challenge, you've had to overcome? Tell us what happened. How did you overcome that? And then what did you take away from that experience? Yeah, for sure. Um, so my biggest failure is when I look back at a specific instance. I talk about this on episode one of my podcast um, is a complete breakdown in front of my colleagues 10 minutes before students walked into a room and just emotionally broken and so sad um, and feeling like that was just normal. Um, so my, my failure to not believe that burnout was an opportunity to acknowledge that there was something big in me that I was supposed to do, um, it, it was a failure to me. But I now look at it, that failure, and I know that nobody can be a failure. Um, but that failure to recognize that call to action that was burnout is now a story that I can share um, that, you know, crying in your car on the way to work does not have to be normal. You know, um, feeling like you're feeling like you are stuck in the situation that you are in no matter what. And I mean, the, the reasons for burnout are enormous and different for everybody. And the reactions and the way that people deal with burnout are very, very different. But I think now, you know, looking back at that failure as an opportunity to reach my true potential um, has been a lesson that I am so grateful to have learned because I honestly, I felt like, so um, have you seen Moana? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I watched that movie with my um, then uh, seven-year-old daughter, and I just remember sobbing in the, I'm super emotional, you got to know this, I cry when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm <laughs> scared, all kinds of things, but I remember during that song where she says, you know, what is wrong with me? <laughs> That's how I spent a lot of my career. Like I have these great friends. I'm a great teacher. I have these great students. I have these great opportunities to inspire students to learn. What is wrong with me? And I was truly meant to use my burnout to create something bigger. And I know that that is burned in teacher. So um, I look at that failure as an opportunity to not be a failure, but to be a learner again. So 
Amber, I have loved everything you've shared so far. And to sound about as creepy as it sounds, Jeff, don't judge me from this, but I've literally been listening to you and like looking you up on every social media platform. I'm like, how am I not going to talk to this really edge? It's so cool. So Amber, you. you will be successfully very much like dialed into my phone by the end of this episode. Oh, I love um, it. I just really love that you're, I think your story is very relatable. I think it's so appropriate for not only the time that's going on now, but just a very interesting time that it seems like every educator goes through and the fact that you've been able to get to the other side and find solutions and kind of wrap it up in a package that's then easier for a teacher to understand and actually implement is totally my style. Jeff and I both really know the amazing projects that can come from an ebook, which is kind of a joke that we have on our team. So uh, I love that, that this is something that you worked on and just continue to grow for a pursuit of just helping educators be better. I think that's Thank so you. Cool. Well, and if I may um, kind of elaborate on this, my, you know, the whole process, so, so B, begin where you are, because I know how it feels to be burned out for so many different reasons, I actually created a quiz um, that you can take, that that's the beginning of the journey. So it's, a, it's the teacher burnout quiz, and it identifies you as one of three types of burnout that I've identified. So um, I have been burned and unbalanced, which is, you know, so much to do, not enough time to do it. I have been burned and over it where I've been surrounded by so much negativity and apathy that therefore I became apathetic and negative. And I have been burned and bored where it seems like everything is great, but you need a challenge, but you don't know what that challenge is. Um, so I created this free quiz. It's six questions. It takes less than three minutes to take. And I am telling you, Opening the conversation and being able to name your burnout is like, it, it's uh, honestly, I have sat, stood in a room with, I mean, wall to wall with teachers and, and even some small rooms where, because teachers are even ashamed to come to my breakout sessions <laughs> because it's about burnout and who wants to be associated with burnout, right? But the second they take that quiz and they get their result, their shoulders, they sit up straighter. They typically come in with their teacher bestie. And they look at them and they're like, oh my God, this is me. I'm not crazy. I'm not a bad person. And I think that has been the most powerful thing that I have created to date is that quiz because it, I don't want to say normalizes burnout, but it, it allows teachers to not, to say more than I'm burned out because there's no, there's no um, solution to that. But this says saying, or this quiz allows people to say, you know what, I am burned and over it. I am surrounded by so much negativity and apathy. I have to work on my relationships. And it allows them a starting point to say, okay, this is where I'm starting. And now I'm ready for the next step. Okay, I've done this. Now I'm ready for the next step. And while I was doing this step, I realized this that I didn't even know was inside of me. Um, so that's been a huge game changer all from that failure. No, I think that's a huge deal. And I know that that, that tool sounds so useful in just making it again, sound like it's something you can overcome versus just a hurdle that educators hit and they either leave education or get over it, but there's no, it almost seems like too large of a feat. I mean, I know, you know, the teach better team, you know, everybody on the team seems so passionate and they love education. That's all true. But we've all hit burnout. I myself has, have found myself in that in that phase, and it feels very helpless. So to be able to name it and find the steps, I th Amber, I really think that you are 
really helping educators overcome something that is so common in our field. And you've made it so easy and accessible, which I think is a, a huge strength throughout this entire thing. But with everything you've done, obviously helping educators, doing all these different pieces of work that you've been able to do, including presenting at conferences, like with everything going on right now, I mean, this is so topical. Is this what's keeping you excited about kind of what's going on in education right now and all that you're doing? Or is there something else that's really fueling your fire? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that the situation that we are in now, um, I think I look at every challenge as an opportunity. And what I want to make sure that, I, that I'm very clear about is that burnout is, is, a, is a call for change in some way. And although, you know, with the burn in process, it seems very simple. It's not easy. It's not easy to do the hard thing and work on yourself. It's not easy to do the hard thing and look inside of you and say, I have to decide and make the choice to do these new things that are scary. Because I mean, it is built into our biology that we want to save calories and stay alive, right? <laughs> so clearly we don't typically have to worry about staying alive, but we want to save calories. Well, it burns calories to have to think through problems and take actions that we've never done and have conversations that we've never had before. And I think that this situation is going to challenge a lot of people to do things differently. And what I think this is good for education is that it causes people to look at how we teach differently and, and look at how students learn differently. Um, I think this is an opportunity for teachers to truly advocate for not only their students and what's best for them, but what's what's best for them as teachers. Because we know, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, it should be common knowledge that happy teachers create happy students. And it really does come down to you have to empower teachers to um, to feel to feel empowered to do the things that they need to do to not only take care of their students, but to take care of themselves as well. Um, and I think that that is something that we have the opportunity to do right now is really redefine what it means to, to educate our, our students. I couldn't agree more. So with everything that everything that you've said, I don't know how in the world you're going to answer this. So I so apologize that Jeff made <laughs> me ask you this question. But what is one, and I'm sorry, it's limited to one, one piece of advice. If you have, you know, you have a captive audience right now, educators everywhere from they're going to walk into their first year teaching in August to educators that have been in the classroom for 30 plus years. What's the one piece of advice that you can offer an educator related to this topic to ensure that we don't become burned out or when we do, we can find a way out of it? Mm -hmm. um, so number one, everything, absolutely everything starts with our beliefs. And if you believe that if you are in, an, in a situation where um, you have a terrible relationship with your um, with your principal or your students or you know your colleagues or that working seventy plus hours a week, if you believe that that is what teaching is like, then that will be your truth. But if you believe that you are capable and worthy of finding solutions rather than problems then your thoughts will change. And then what your brain finds, it's called your reticular activating system. Whatever you believe will become your thoughts. And whatever you think, your brain will look for proof that it's true. And then your actions 
will follow suit and then your words will follow suit. And then of course that kind of goes back to Mahatma Gandhi, right? Your beliefs become your thoughts, your thoughts become your actions or your words, your words become your actions and your actions become habits, habits become your destiny. But it's, it's so incredibly true. But if you believe that you are capable and worthy of being treated fairly, of finding solutions, of learning something new, then that is what you will find. Mm, that is powerful. Everything starts with our beliefs. I love that. Uh, all right, let's have some fun with these next six here. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to throw these next six questions at you. Your goal is to answer each one in 15 seconds or less. Are you ready to go? Got it. Ready. What is one ed tech tool you cannot live without? Google for education, of course. I'm a Google trainer. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what, what book are you reading right now? I'm actually reading three books. I'm reading The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. I don't know if that's how you say his last name. I am reading The 12-Week Year by Brian Morin and Michael Lennington and How to Be Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. And I'm actually reading a bunch more because I'm addicted to Blinkist. Oh, nice. And I listen to books all day. It's gotcha. I love it. Uh, who do you need to follow on uh, social media today? Um, definitely my girls, Gretchen Bridgers from Always a Lesson, um, Alexa Shepard from The Afro Educator, and Dana Thomas from Happy Teacher Revolution. They're all amazing, strong, empowering women who want to empower other educators too. What is a good YouTube channel or website for educators? Of course, I have to recommend VernonTeacher.com. <laughs> um, but definitely DitchThatTextbook.com, Matt Miller, and uh, and Casey Bell, too, from the Google Teacher podcast. Um, they they put out wonder. I, I love EdTech. They have great tools, a lot of free tools, a lot of inspiration to use education technology. And of course, that is one of my passions. But then Angela Watson, sorry, this is longer than 15 seconds. Angela Watson from the Cornerstone for Teachers, her Truth for Teachers podcast is phenomenal. Uh, give us a daily, weekly, or monthly routine every teacher should get into. Okay. Set quarterly goals. So we typically only set goals on our birthday or New Year's Eve. You are also <laughs> capable and worthy of setting goals. And these do not have to be to climb Mount Everest. If they are to organize your kitchen, go on a trip with your family, to love teaching again, break them down into manageable chunks by month and even smaller ones by week. And what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? So this is from like three different people. Um, you win or you learn. You cannot be a failure, but you can experience one. But if you learn from it, then when you know better, you do better. Loving it. Nailed it. You know, Jeff, you really need to set some goals. I think you need to take her advice and set some quarterly goals. Just Thanks. Saying. I will I will try to be better, Ray. It's true. I really need you to just do your best to be better. It's all right. You know, when you know better, you do better, just as Amber That's says. True. So. <laughs> It's so true. Actually, this whole week I'm working on my quarter three goal. Well, not the whole week, but I'm working on my quarter three goals because it, it's hard to look at things from a year's perspective. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. A lot of things change in that time. Oh, for sure. I mean, look at uh, <laughs> right now December through March, yeah. right? No kidding. <laughs> I love it. Well, Amber, I am currently tweeting out about you, but I want our listeners to also connect with you on social media. So would you mind sharing out how they can stay connected, whether it be your Twitter, Instagram, website, kind of every avenue they have to get more information? Every avenue, Burned In Teacher. At Burned In Teacher, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is facebook.com slash Burned In Teacher. That's my page. Um, you can request to join our free Facebook group where we have the hard conversations in a safe place at community 
www.burnedinteacher.com. Um, and then of course my website, burnedinteacher.com. You can reach out to me, email me, support at burnedinteacher.com. Um, and then I do have a YouTube channel, but I, I, that is, that is an avenue that I'm going to go down again. It's something I kind of ditched at the moment, but I do have some videos up there. Um, and then of course, um, you can, you can, you can really find me anywhere <laughs> at Bernard teacher. It's not hard to find me. Uh, and Amber, you know, we got into things and I totally forgot that you were, you offered to give away one of your, a book. I did. We're yeah. Giving away, we're giving away a book. It's not even out yet. So like, if yeah. you're listening right now, you've listened this far through, you're earning this. Yeah. You got an opportunity to win a copy of Amber's book when it comes out. So like, it's going to be hot off the press. It's going to be literally <laughs> hot off the press. Like it's still going to be there. So you're going to want some gloves or something. <laughs> um, so we did not discuss what they have to do. Do you want to give them something that they need to do? We try to keep it not, we don't want to make it like too simple, but we also, I tend to make them way too complex. So what would you like listeners to do uh, so that you can see who's out there trying to get, get a, a copy of this and then you can, we can pick one, whether we do that randomly or whatever. And, and you can shoot them a book. What do you think? Oh, um, gosh, I don't know. This one, this one's stumping me. Um, I do you have like people tweet things. Uh, yeah, maybe? Like a tweet. So we like them to tweet at us. Use the hashtag so we can follow it. So, so maybe it's maybe it's tweeting out. Maybe I want to be a burned in teacher hashtag hacking teacher burnout. There you go. Boom. That sound good. I like it. So tweet out. I want to be a burned in teacher and use hashtag hacking. Say that again. I Hacking teacher burnout. Hacking teacher burnout. And, and make sure you throw Yeah. And hashtag burn in teacher. There you go. Yeah. And there you go. You, you've got it. Go get it. Make sure you tag her uh, and we'll get that done. So uh, I love it. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention that earlier. So <laughs> we've got it now. And you know, as always, you can find all the links and all the resources and everything we talked about this episode over at teachbetter.com, as well as the really important links for connecting with Amber and keeping this conversation going. So head over to teachbetter.com for all of that. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. And if you can give us a rating and a review, we'd really appreciate that as well. And let's keep taking this just one step further. Think of just three of your colleagues who need to hear these amazing stories and connect with these amazing educators and share this podcast with them. Amber, this was awesome. I'm so happy that you were able to come on and, and hang out with us and chat with us. I'm so excited for you and for the book. I think it's going to be incredible. I think it's going to blow up personally. That's what I think. Uh, and I mean that in a good way, not in a bad way. Thank you. Uh, I'm super excited for it. I think it's going to impact a lot of teachers in a really, really positive way. So thank you so much for taking some time and, and chatting with us tonight. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Jeff and Ray. This was a pleasure. Until next time, let's get out there. Let's teach better.